0: Hey, before we get started, this episode was also recorded as a video which is available on YouTube via the description of this podcast episode. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of 10 Minutes With. Again, two weeks in a row, Kate is not here again. This time I actually know where she is this time. Last week, uh, she claims that she was uh, in training and that she was working on some kind of training course and she forgot what time it was. Mm-hmm. Training? That sounds intense. Yeah, I don't know. You never know with her. So, she's like, "Oh, I lost track of time." I'm like, "What are you? Ten? Come on!" <laughs> so, anyway, I'm making fun of her. She's not here. She's not here again. She should be back next week, but you know, we'll see. So we want to go ahead and introduce our guests today. We, uh, we've we been trying to get them on for a while. Uh, you know, some had them scheduled previously, had some illness pop up. Uh, but now we have them both here. We have the co-hosts of the Cardboard Box podcast. Please welcome Nick and Gabe. Whoop, whoop. What's Ooh. going on, DJ Flock? You know, another day I lost power right before we got started. So this episode may be very, very short. So we'll see, uh, <laughs> we'll see how far this goes. So jumping right into it. You know, you guys obviously have a a basketball-themed podcast. You've had quite a variety of of guests that you've been able to bring on. Uh, We'll get into that here in a little bit. But first off, how did you guys meet, and why did you start a podcast together?
1: So I actually met Nick in college. We both went to Anderson University. Uh, It's a smaller private uh, institution, college university, uh, right outside of Clemson area. And Nick was one year ahead of me, and it's actually a funny story on how we met um we were in the same section of biology we have a very similar degree with kind of like kinesiology and physiology and stuff like that and we were in the same biology class and i was like oh okay this is like one of the other two guys in this class let me reach out to him see what's going on so we're walking to of all places the cadaver lab and we're talking and it's like oh okay cool this man I, I can see myself hanging out with this guy he seems pretty cool so i don't see him ever again for the next semester and I don't know, and I had no idea where he went. And Nick, take take over from the story. Give us your perspective.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So the the teacher we had for that class was one of the hardest, and I found an opening in, in one of the easier teachers, one of the the better liked teachers. So I I jumped for it, and I. I abandoned Gabe after meeting him one day. Um, I think he took it a little personal, but I did so. absolutely
1: because I, I said hello. We were, you know, we were chit-chatting on the way uh, to the cadaver lab, and suddenly you disappear. Seems kind of seems kind of interesting. And then the next semester, we ended up having the same class together, and I think a couple classes went by. and Nick was like, "Hey, do you uh do you remember me?" And I said, <laughs> "Oh yeah, yeah, I do." And then from there, it just kinda, we just kind of hung out more and more consistently. We had a lot more classes together. Um, and we, were, we really found our stride um, and our friendship. And it was, it was really cool. Um, but to answer your question about the podcast part, Nick, do you want to take this one?
2: Yeah, so we in college, we kind of always joked around about starting a podcast. because right? We had a common interest with, with basketball. Every Tuesday, Thursday, we'd actually play like two or three hours of 2K after classes. So we'd eat lunch, play 2K, and it would just go on all almost every Tuesday, Thursday, all day. And we talked about how we just love basketball and thought about, well, we should start a podcast. And then two years later, after talking about it, we finally started a podcast. So it took us both graduating and moving away from each other to start a podcast.
1: Yeah. And that's probably one of the most interesting things about our podcast. Um, we waited till we were both at probably one of the most busiest times in our lives and set like in different cities, same state at least. Um, but we do all of our interviews and we had some audio issues and video issues in the beginning, but we, I mean, we found our, we found our stride when it comes to doing that, uh, uh long distance podcast relationship.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and that's, that's basically the same thing. You know, Kate and I, we worked
0: in the same office together for four and a half years and we started this kind of little venture in the last like six months before I packed up and Went from chicago to phoenix and then all of a sudden we're starting this you know it's it's like we've recorded oh something this is somewhere around episode 80 or so and and two of them we've been in the same room for out of these. <laughs> so <laughs> and it's it's great because you know with all the technology and everything out there it makes it so easy to do nowadays it's it, it's it's so much easier but absolutely I, I, yeah for sure I, I can guarantee without a doubt that meeting on the way to the cadaver lab is uh, never going to be topped in this show ever again. So I'm going to just, I'm going to put that out there right now.
1: We'll try and top it we. next time we come on, we'll come up with a different story. <laughs>
0: you set the bar very, very high already. So, <laughs> so, so moving on, you've, you've obviously went to school, you moved away from each other, you used the the podcast as a way to, you know, obviously stay in touch. So what, you know can you describe the style of your show? like what would a new listener you know, what would they hear when they listen for the first time?
1: So i I'll, I'll take this one, Nick. Um, we originally started off with just kind of blabbering uh, our opinions, uh, and our predictions are way too early predictions, which we're which we're known for and uh, notoriously known for, infamously known for, not famously. Um, but after that, we you know, we just started reaching out to a lot of different people in the league. Um, we tried to get a couple of players, you know, we shot for the stars uh, and we, we did find some stars in some of our, our guests for sure, but it wasn't the players that we found a real interest in. We found a real interest in kind of people behind the scenes because the more we talked to, to people um, who were like sideline reporters or part of the medical staff or just announcers, we, we found, we quickly found out that there's a lot more going on behind the scenes than just 10 people playing on the court. Um, So when you, when listeners kind of come to our, our show, expect us to have fun for sure. Uh, We are, we're known, also known for our cold opens where we typically make fun of something happening in the league. Um, We got, we got a couple cooking right now with this crazy trade that just happened uh, with James Harden. Um, So we got some ideas with that one, but then we'll move into kind of just talking about basketball and then furthermore, what we like to do with our guests, we love to hear their their life story and how they got there, like all the very, very fundamental stuff to how, like how they became who they are essentially. But then kind of that last 10 minutes, we switch it up and try to have fun with them. Not to say that their whole life isn't that fun, they have a lot of interesting stories for sure, but we really ask them silly off the wall questions like, I don't know, if you were Adam Silver for a day, what would you change? Or if all the mascots in the NBA were part of like a Hunger Games type scenario, who would come out on top? And that sparked a lot of interesting conversations like, what is a 76er? Is a, a Laker and a Clipper? Are we going with boats? Are we going with a, a, a Razor and a barbershop or a lake? So that, that's kind of what you'd expect. Uh, we, do, we don't really take it that serious. Um, we're, we're pretty informed. We like to have fun. What can, what can we say? <laughs> the uh the mascot topic I'm, I'm hoping the uh the phoenix suns
0: gorilla would have made it you know made it pretty far into
1: that um well you know what we think the raptor is hard uh, to beat mm. and and yeah. if we're just going off of spunk benny the bull has everyone beaten
0: <laughs> the uh have you guys ever heard the story of how the the phoenix suns how a gorilla became the mascot of the phoenix no tell us no this this is um It was like back in the 1970s or so, the Suns were, you know, a relatively new franchise at that point. And they were trying to debate, like, what are we going to have our mascot? Are we going to have it with like a giant sun with legs or something (laughs) like that? Like they couldn't figure out a mascot. And just by coincidence, one day, somebody had ordered like a singing telegram or something like that um, to be delivered to a Suns game. So this guy in a gorilla suit just so happens to show up to the game to deliver like a box of chocolates and flowers to somebody sitting in the front row and the fans are like oh this guy's part of the game this is part of the entertainment and so the girl just started dancing and and everybody got really into it and then they brought the guy back (laughs) over and over again and it just it just stuck um yeah and then they decided like we gotta you know then this guy he did it for a little while and then they brought in the long time um you know, he was more just kind of a dancer. And then they brought in a new guy and they said, okay, let's have some auditions. Let's, let's, let's see where we go with this. And this guy comes out in auditions and he goes and he like pulls out a trampoline and he leaps up and like climbs on the backboard and like, we have our guy. This is- <laughs> <laughs> You're hired. So, so the, the origin of why the Phoenix suns have a gorilla. Well, one is that, and two is why is he always like jumping on trampolines and doing dunks and flips and everything. That's why too. It makes that's, no, that's that's our fun fact. fact right there. Yeah. Nick, no, write no, that down. Yeah. No, 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 no sense at all, but hey, it's it's pretty awesome. And and go my oh. prop. He's got the prop. I got my prop. We've got my very own Phoenix Sun hey. Gorilla <laughs> Bobblehead. Yeah. So <laughs> And awesome.
1: he's got his delivery box too. Man
0: There's yeah. <laughs> a uh, it was a charity uh, event they did a few years back on their 50th anniversary of the team with the local food bank here so he's got his box of food for the the local food bank so man uh, yeah so he's charitable as well so
1: he's a gorilla <laughs> of the people
0: he is <laughs> the you know the other thing too they were doing with him is they have like the sun's gorilla like you can run them for parties and everything and <laughs> the one day they just had some time to kill so they fired up a camera and they just started driving you know like they have the sun's gorilla suv that they they travel around in yeah and what they would do is they'd drive through these neighborhoods and if they saw like a basketball hoop <laughs> in the driveway, they'd stop the car. Somebody would run up, put the trampoline in the driveway and the girl would run up and like, dunk in the basket. That's <laughs> so fun. they grab, they'd grab the trampoline, run back to the car and take off again. And they just like did this for several hours one day. So it's
1: Well, there it's, was uh, a really popular challenge. I don't know if it was on Twitter or Instagram, but it was the yeah. drive-by dunk. And people would just run out of their car, yam on a basket real quick. And run back in the car, and yeah. there was there's some. Cr- I'm sure the gorilla started that trend. The center.
2: I tried that once, but it only worked on the little kids' goals. It, it wouldn't work <laughs> on the actual goals.
1: The- Did
2: you actually make it though?
1: In the little kids' goals, yeah. Okay, good. I was just making sure. <laughs> so there's
0: our there was our trademark deviation in uh, in topics. So we'll <laughs> we'll bring it back. So moving on um obviously you know, you've been doing this for a while now i'm sure you've learned something along the way share a piece of advice that you've learned since starting starting podcasting that you'd share to somebody who, who'd be starting their own
1: podcast
2: I feel so like I'll you one. Be, oh, sorry, Gabe.
1: <laughs> no go ahead you go first i was just gonna say let's each do one
2: okay yeah i feel like you you always got to be evolving and like just just constantly learning because like when we started we started using like we were calling each other on the phone and then we learned Okay, well, let's try Skype, let's try FaceTime, and then just, just working and, and reading stuff on Reddit, asking other podcasters for a tip, and then just, just constantly learning as we're going. So, I feel like if you think you have it good one way, there, there might always be a better way to get your information out there or better audio software and stuff like that. So, I don't know, just be always on the lookout for that and always wanting to learn more about how to put a podcast out there, so...
1: Yeah, well, that was actually my idea, so I'm gonna have to think of a new one now. Um, this is actually a common theme that we have with each of our guests too, and they they bring this up because they're it, it's all about having a network, um, the importance of um, reaching out to people, stadium scene included. Um, but you have to you have to understand the importance of making connections with people because that's gonna open up doors in the process and later on in the future. Because I can't tell me tell you how many guests we've gotten on our show. Because a former guest said, hey, oh, he would, he would be great. Oh, she would be great. Let me, let me get y'all's contact information. And that's really how we, I mean, we keep up with all of our guests too. We, we really strive for that relationship over just like, okay, we used you for an hour. We really kind of, for lack of better words, invested our time in with our guests and we, we just sent all of our guests like a christmas card uh we, we were just like ah sure whatever let's do it let's right. do it so we, we love to keep in contact and sometimes we'll slide in the dms like hey what do you think about this trade or hey hope all is well so i think like nick was saying definitely evolve technology wise but it's important to kind of stay consistent with relationship wise as well and then
2: i'll throw in another one um oh. and this josh rodriguez oh. one of our first guests actually gave us this he said it helps to be consistent So like if, if our day is Tuesday. So we put episodes out every other Tuesday. He said, if that's your day, you need to stick with it. And then don't just fall off a couple of times, even if you have COVID and get sick, myself included. But no, we didn't really <laughs> follow that. Um, but just try and be as consistent so that way your listeners know when to listen and how to follow you.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure then uh we'll go ahead and uh, go the the bonus question here before we get into Ooh. plugging your work. I just thought of this. So I mean you've you've talked to quite a few people with inside the the NBA who've you know seen some things that the general public's not. What do you think is the craziest hardest to believe story you've been told is that that that's yeah, your favorite as far as your guests have shared with you.
1: Hmm, I have one off the top of my head. Nick, do you have one? I have one. You go first. OK, I'll go first. Um, this actually happened overseas um, when one of our players, Farrakhan Hall, he plays for the Windy City Bulls. He was playing overseas at one point. I can't remember the team. I think it was either like Croatia or Georgia. And this, he was right out of college. And he he said, oh, man, this is this is going to be interesting. OK, kind of that that inner Europe type feel. Very different atmosphere than some of those coastal, uh, coastal countries. Um, so he gets there. He gets on in the car and they're driving two hours to the stadium for practice. And then it's through like, it's like a, two, a one and a half lane road, the way he described it, I'm pretty sure. And there's trees like right on the edge. And the guy's just swerving around, swerving around. And the taxi driver, he doesn't speak, speak a lick of English. And Farrakhan Hall is just in the back, just just praying because he, he already hates driving. So let's just combine that with obstacles right by you and just going at 80, 80 90 miles an hour um so they he finally gets there um he gets on the ground i'm sure he kissed the ground he's like land ho, i want it um and he gets there and everyone's crying he's like oh what what the heck what's going on uh so he asks one of his teammates and the teammate says oh yeah three of our player or three or four of our players were coming from the airport and they were going really really fast on that road and they all got in a car car crash and died oh and he, he, so he told that story, and he immediately went into that. And I was like, oh, I went from laughing to, like, is this okay to laugh at? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it is. It, I'm, I'm sure it's not. Oh. So he goes on to say that he was considered, like, a curse or a boon on the team because, like, he showed up, but the other three didn't. But, I mean, he had a great career, and he's now playing with the, in the, in, with, uh, the Windy City Bulls, the G League for uh, Chicago. Um, and he's great. I love looking at his stories. He's 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 so inspirational.
2: Yeah. All right, mine. Um, we interviewed Marco Nunez, and he used to be the uh, athletic trainer for the Bulls, and I mean for the Lakers. Sorry. And he was telling us a story about how Kobe was on the team, and Phil Jackson was the coach. And if you watch The Last Dance, you kind of get the get like understand that Phil liked meditation before games. And Kobe wanted to be iced before the game. So Marco went in there and this is right when Phil was starting the meditation and, and Kobe's like, you need to ice me now. And he's like, no, like Phil's going to find me if I ice you. And Kobe's like now. So he had to choose between Phil Jackson and Kobe Bryant and he chose Kobe and then after that, he was walking in the um, hall, and he passed Phil, and Phil's like, "I'm finding you." Oh and then- no! <laughs> yeah. And then Kobe went up to him later, and-, and Mark was like, "Dude, you got me fined. Like, what the heck?" And Kobe's like, "Ah, oh, don't worry, I'll I'll pay the fine and everything <laughs> like that."
0: He-, he was good for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's
1: funny. Oh wow. we, we have a surprising amount of Kobe stories. We've interviewed a lot of people on the Lakers and just some of the stories like so we interviewed uh, Andrew Bernstein. He's the official photographer for the um, for the Lakers actually the Spectrum Center. Um, and he was just because he, he'd been there for generations. He'd been there with like Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, even kind of this current generation with LeBron James. So we have, if you're a Laker fan, you need to check out some of these these episodes that we have with Marco Nunez, the, the former athletic trainer, Andrew Bernstein, uh, the photographer, uh, Max Hooper. He's one of the Laker associate coaches. Um, you, may, you you have to check those out. <laughs> it's just, I, it's just so wild. And it, it, it never
0: ceases to amaze me when you have on a, somebody who's worked with, with famous people or whatever and, And they just yeah they're just like casually name dropping. Oh yeah, I had to go (laughs) do this for Kobe Bryant,
1: or I had to you know Phil Jackson find me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what we we ask them too. I'm like we ask them and we say hey like do you guys fangirl in front of these like famous coaches and players and like former players and stuff like that? And we had uh, Chris Denari, he's the play by play announcer for the Indiana Pacers, and he gets on. Yeah, for a very long time. Um, he's great at what he does, and he got on the elevator with Larry Bird, and he was like, oh man that is Larry Bird. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. But even more so, he got on the same elevator with Darius Rucker. And he's like, Oh my gosh, it's Darius Rucker.
0: <laughs> I,
1: oh, I, grew, man. I
0: grew up in Indiana. So before I moved out of there, I, uh, there were quite a few Pacers games that I, I saw him call. Um, he's, he's been around the Indianapolis sports scene for a very, very long time. Very, very
1: Absolutely. Time. Yeah.
0: But it's, yeah. And it's funny. The first time I went to a, a Pacers game when Larry Bird was in the front office and you're, you're looking around and all of a sudden you see this gigantic 6'10 guy kind of walk in the room and it's like oh hey there's Larry Bird he sticks out like a <laughs> that
1: <laughs> there he is
0: <laughs> and one of my, yeah one of my best friends actually he lived in Indianapolis and he was walking home from the from work the one day and just like Larry Bird just like walks right past him on the street and he's just,
1: <laughs> dang <laughs> yeah wow I never,
0: like, oh. like, I never realized he was that tall <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't realize how tall 6'10 is until you're standing next to it. Because I met David Robinson uh, one time when we were up at the Naval Academy, and he he's a giant. Because it was, like, it's like, out of the screen tall. <laughs> or even players that, like, aren't – like, don't seem that tall. Like, we met
2: J.J. Redick, and, like, he's like, yeah, an average know. basketball player. But, like, we took a picture with him, and it's still, like
1: yeah. – <laughs> I- I'm to his chest. It's like yeah. –
0: it's, you know and then in the uh, the suns arena they, they share it with the phoenix mercury and they have these like wall cutouts of like real size players and so i have a photo of me you know doing the like standing up in front of Brittany Griner, who <laughs> also a, a very tall individual <laughs> she, yeah
2: she's
0: like six eight six nine something like that and you're just like wow that's just you don't <laughs> it's, you just you don't, don't realize it grasp it until you're standing right there next yeah but you know, uh, yeah it's unbelievable so We've uh, we've deviated quite enough. Let's uh, let's circle back and where can we find your show? Where can we find your social media?
1: So you can find our show anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, um, Pandora, Pandora. Yeah, we, we kind of we overhauled everything. So we're, we should be out there wherever you look. Um, when you do search for us, it's cardboard box seats and those box seats. It's not two words. It's one word. So that's the important part. And then on social media, uh, we're very act- we're pretty active on Instagram, but we both have lives. We're busy. Um, it's at C B B S podcast, and uh, feel free to slide in our DMs. Say that you like the show. We'll send you a sticker, a T-shirt. Just let us know. Yeah.
0: Leave leave reviews, and we'll also have all that information in the information uh, down below in the description of this video and in the podcast. So it's it's right there for you to click on.
1: No no excuse yeah. not follow. Yeah, yeah, no excuse now. <laughs> Go do it. <laughs> do it.
0: So, Nick, Gabe, thank you very much. Uh, it's just very entertaining stories. I love the the guest collection you you pulled on. Keep keep it going. Really enjoy seeing your work. Um, and you're, come on back anytime. Yeah, oh, man, thanks for having
1: us. We got plenty more stories. You just open the door. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: we're actually uh, haven't formally announced this, and I haven't told Kate yet, but we're gonna start doing uh, more. We, we did we. A few years ago, we started doing these roundtables. Like we did one for the World Cup, and we did one for like women in sports. And I, and they they actually rated extremely well. We get like five or six people on that kind of special yeah. of topic. It's like I think we need to bring that back. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we need to have an NBA roundtable coming up here soon. I don't know when, but we will
1: get that on the schedule. And the two of you are invited. Oh wow! I appreciate it. Get like matching jackets too. Is it invite only? <laughs> yes <laughs> you'll have
0: to pay from yourself i don't have any money in the budget for that this year
2: no <laughs> that's okay we'll, we'll, we'll do what we can
0: we will wear a, our t-shirts yeah, yeah. Get a patch or something commemorate commemorative patch will help yeah. <laughs> there you go all right so the show again cardboard box seats and that's box seats with no space in between and then for us, be sure to check us out at stadiumscene.tv. Give us a follow on social media Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at Stadium Scene, at Stadium underscore Scene on Instagram. I posted our first TikTok today at Stadium Scene.
2: So.
0: Yeah, we're, we're really branching out there with the young youngins. So um, <laughs> check that out. Give us a follow. And uh, hopefully, Kate will be back next week. She's got two strikes already, and we're only halfway through January. Row. Yeah, not good. So, um, otherwise, we'll see you next week.